Hi everybody, this is Gad Saad. Uh, just got back last night from a trip to Florida where I was a guest on Patrick Bet David's podcast. Our chat is now up on his channel. You can go watch it. Uh, two plus hours of fun conversation. Uh, got a chance to meet his co-host Adam Susnick uh, and Patrick's team, by the way, they also released these short clips from the longer chat. So you can also catch those. So please Make sure to go and check it out. Uh, had a really nice time. Uh, today, I wanted to spend just a few minutes uh, covering a screenshot that was taken by the folks at Libs of TikTok. So if you want to go uh, check out their channel, uh, their Twitter ch Twitter handle, at Libs, L-I-B-S, of TikTok, uh, they apparently took a screenshot of a uh, part of an application, graduate application, if you're applying to the evolution, ecology evolution uh, and behavior program at Michigan State University. So this is a serious university, Michigan State, and a serious program, right? An evolution and ecology program. Uh, what I'm going to read you is the, the, the different choices that they have listed when you're applying as a graduate student in terms of what your pronouns should be. And again, to people who say, but who cares about this if some people want to do uh, pronouns and, and, and do all this kind of silly stuff, then you really don't understand how reason is destroyed one millimeter at a time. This is an ecology, evolution, and behavior program where graduate students, masters and PhD students, are applying to get training there at a serious university. Now, why is it uniquely problematic, although it's problematic in any context to have completely nonsensical, meaningless pronouns that are made up that no one's ever used. But what's more problematic in this situation is that it's an evolution program. So let me contextualize. Natural and sexual selection are the evolutionary mechanisms that lead to all of the biodiversity that you see around you. Natural selection is the mechanism that explains how a organism evolves morphological and behavioral adaptations that confer survival advantage to that organism. Sexual selection is the mechanism that confers reproductive advantage to that organism. So in sexually reproducing species, where you have a male and a female phenotype, you sometimes will have sex-specific morphological features, sex-specific behavioral manifestations that are sexually selected because they confer as I said, a mating, reproductive advantage. And so inherent to the fundamental mechanisms of evolution is the, and certainly in the case of the human species, which is a sexually reproducing species, is the recognition that there are two phenotypes, male and female. Now, this doesn't mean that people who are uh, trans should be discriminated against. It doesn't mean that they shouldn't live their lives with full dignity. But when you are teaching a course on evolution, then you might want to stick to the fundamental principles of there being a male phenotype and a female phenotype. Not right. This is exactly the point that I made during my testimony in front of the Canadian Senate in 2017, where I said, hey, so what happens if I want to now teach my evolutionary psychology stuff and I talk about sexual selection in a male-female? Could that be considered transphobic? And of course, all of the liberal professors in a, in a 
theater, theater of the politically absurd started scoffing and mocking and so on. Well, here we have, five years later, an evolution and ecology program at a leading U.S. universities, an evolution and ecology program where I'm going to read you the pronouns that are part of the graduate application. Here we go. So what are your preferred pronouns? I'm just going to read you. They come in, in threes, right? One slash the other slash the other, and they are different options. So the first option, he, him, his. Okay, we know this one. The second one, she, her, hers. We know that one. The third one we've now become uh, somewhat accustomed to, they, them, theirs. So those first three, okay. Now let's go on to the fourth one. This is at the Ecology and Evolution and Behavior Program at Michigan State University. Fay, fair, and fairs. Fay is spelled F-A-E, F-A-E-R, and F-A-E-R-S. I don't know about you. I've never known anyone that goes by that pronoun. I've never seen that those pronouns. I'm not exactly sure what the grammatical rules would be, but... Being the progressive guy that I am, I will be sure to incorporate this within my grammatical vernacular. Next one. Z, Zim, Sir. Z is Z-I-E, Z-I-M, and Sir as in S-I-R. The next one is C, C, Her, Her. S-I-E, S-I-E, Her, H-I-R. This is, these are very typical pronouns that we're all familiar with. The next one is A, M, air, E, Y, E, M, and E, I, R. The next one is Ve, Ver, Vis, V, E, V, E, R, V, I, S. The next one is Te, Ter, Tem. Te is T-E-T-E-Y, T-E-R, and T-E-M. These are all pronouns that, you know, are, I mean, only a bigot, only a guy who sleeps with his sister, is toothless, is a redneck, you know, he listens to, you know, achy, breaky heart, he, you know, goes duck hunting, 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 I shouldn't say with the G. And with, with Elizabeth Warren, as you probably know, she's just a regular gal who drinks beer with her husband. And uh, not just a regular gal, she's a gal of color. And then we also have, uh, uh, you know, he's probably had people who have do dogs named Roscoe. Those are the people who don't recognize these progressive pronouns. And so for me, they're totally part of my vernacular now. Then the next one is E, M, and Air. E is just the letter E. And then E-M and then E-I-R. The next one is Xi, Xem, and Xir. X-E, X-E-M, Xir. Okay. Next one is Per, Per, and Pers. P-E-R, P-E-R, and P-E-R-S. The next one is A, Air, and Air. A-E, A-E-R, A-E-R. And now if all of these have not covered the full panoply, the complete cacophony, the rich tapestry of pronouns, of genders, of sexes. Even, don't forget, sex is fluid. It's not binary sex. Because people say, oh, come on, there's a difference between sex and gender. Well, actually, not too much. 
it, it correlates quite beautifully, notwithstanding the fact that some men might have more feminine qualities, some women might have more masculine qualities, but in general, sex and gender correlate quite nicely. But we now know that sex itself is fluid, more than two sexes, as Harvard explained to us, as I testified in front of the Canadian Senate in 2017, they no longer abide by the antiquated fixed binaries, which is precisely why I said, so could my teaching evolutionary psychology become a form of transphobia? Again, think about the prophetic prediction that I made. Five years later, ecology, evolution, and behavior program at Michigan State University where they're going to be teaching sexual selection, how are you going to incorporate the te, ter, tem pronoun or sex or gender or the a, m, er or the z, zim, sir or the per, per, purse or the a, er, er or the a, m, er. How are you going to incorporate? If I tick one of those as a PhD student, and all I see in my course in evolution is about male and female, I'm not going to be happy because my pronoun is per, per, purse, or it's te, ter, tem, or it's fe, fair, fares. And so I'm feeling excluded. I'm feeling marginalized. So I hope, and I'm Totally being serious here. I hope that I'm getting texts from my wife, even though she knows that I am doing this. So there you go. In, in a marriage, you have to compromise. Namaste. All right. So if I am one of the people who entered one of those non, you know, not those antiquated male-female things, and I go to a sexual selection lecture and I only see, you know, male gametes and female gametes and so on, I'm not going to be happy. And then maybe I will be filing a complaint that the whole program in Michigan State University in ecology, evolution and behavior is grotesquely transphobic. People, for those of you who think that fighting these battles is silly, it's unbecoming of a professor like me to be fighting all this, then you need to read the parasitic mind. Reason dies one millimeter at a time, right? You know this proverbial parable about the, die, the, the boiling frog, right? It's not a singular lunacy that brings down the edifices of reason, but it's the cocktail of lunacy where you then give up your commitment to reason, to logic, to evidence-based thinking, to rationality, to science-based thinking, to the scientific method. Bit by bit, all of these things, then you wake up one day and they're gone. They've disappeared. So when the program at Michigan State University, as part of their graduate application, is recognizing that there are all of these wonderful and rich tapestry of pronouns and genders and sexes, and they are supposed to be teaching about sexual selection, then you see why there is a problem. So it's not about, well, what's the big deal if people write their pronouns? Well, the big deal is that humans are a sexually reproducing species. 
one of the first things that a child is able to do is recognize categories of male and female. Many, of course, languages incorporate inanimate objects as being male or female. French, for example. Arabic, for example. Armenian doesn't, by the way. And this is one of the reasons why you know when someone speaks in French and they're Armenian, they will often make the grammatical error of misgendering inanimate objects. Okay, Because in Armenian, you don't have gender accords. Okay, And I actually see it when someone who speaks Armenian also speaks Arabic, they make that mistake. For example, my mother-in-law does that. So the fact that we view the world as male and female is not something that is part of a transphobic, antiquated uh, system that we now need to change so that we have things like they, veer and vis, and a, m, and air, and c, c, and her, and z, zim, and sir. When I'm saying these, it's as though one is going through a stroke. So it is a departure from reason. It is an affront to reason. It's an affront to human dignity to ask everybody to go along with this nonsense. No one is more socially liberal than I am. And I am, I mean, I've posted photos in the past of me being at all of these pride parades and so on before it was cool to demonstrate your bona fide you know, pride credentials. So, but again, I can walk and chew gum at the same time. I could be fully socially liberal. I could be friends with countless people who are in the LGBTQ community. But I could also be a dogged defender of reason and science and individual liberty. I don't need to have my children celebrating your unique personhood when they are 10 years old. That's not part of the deal. I don't want drag queen twerking as part of Pride Day. I don't want to explain to my young children what these issues are. There is a time and place for everything. That doesn't make me a duck hunting, uh, sister sleeping Donald Trump voter. It makes me a person who is both committed to non-bigotry and committed to individual dignity and reason and science. When Michigan State University's Ecology, Evolution, and Behavior Department has, I'm going to read all of them one final time in one swoop so that you appreciate the totality of the lunacy. This is the graduate program application. Let's go through it quickly. I'm going to skip the traditional ones. Fay Fair Fairs, Z Zim Sir, C C Her, A M Air, They Ver Vis, Te Ter Tem, a M Air, Xi Xem Xir, Per Per Pers, A Air Air, and other, of course. We need to have the other category if these didn't cover everything. That's not how you wish to organize universities. Get involved, speak your mind, defend those who are putting their necks on the line to make sure that your children don't have to apply programs where there are these pronouns. This is not about something as banal as pronouns. It is much bigger than that. And if you don't appreciate that, you are part of the problem. Take care, everybody.